It's Thursday, February 1, 2018. Tonight I'm calling on Congress to produce a bill that generates at least $1.5 trillion for the new infrastructure investment that our country so desperately needs. In his first State of the Union, Trump proposes big infrastructure spending. But there's a catch. FEMA says, oops. FEMA is not ending emergency food and water distribution in Puerto Rico. Maine's governor bans all new wind energy projects. Plus, there is tremendous urgency in our need to act. New Jersey's new governor goes all in on offshore wind and cutting carbon emissions. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. To everyone still recovering in Texas, Florida, Louisiana, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands, we are with you, we love you, and we always will pull through together. That is going to be a comforting message to the people of Puerto Rico once they have electricity to turn on their TVs. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, big news with Trump's first State of the Union address, but bigger news, I think... In Puerto Rico. Yes, some very good news. Contrary to news reports, FEMA says it is not shutting off food and water aid to Puerto Rico. A FEMA spokesman said Wednesday that an official mistakenly said distribution of emergency food and water aid was going to conclude. That caused a huge uproar since, of course, nearly a million Puerto Ricans are still without electricity more than four months after Hurricane Maria hit. It was not a mistake. They announced they were going to stop emergency food and water to Puerto Rico, but I'm glad they've backtracked. So Indeed. Asyl, shut up. Meanwhile, President Trump said nothing about climate change or the environment in his first State of the Union address on Tuesday. I'm shocked. But he did praise himself and his administration for rolling back clean air and clean water regulations and undoing President Obama's climate and energy policies. And he also apparently doesn't include the booming U.S. clean energy industry in his definition of American energy. We have ended the war on American energy, and we have ended the war on beautiful, clean coal. Now, it's an inconvenient truth that the U.S. coal industry remains in terminal decline because of the U.S. natural gas industry and the rise of renewable energy, and the Obama administration is responsible for the tiny amount of clean coal technology that currently exists in the United States. Trump also floated an impressive-sounding $1.5 trillion plan to repair the nation's aging infrastructure. But there's a catch. There's always a catch with this guy. In past decades, the federal government would put up 80% of the cost of major infrastructure projects, but Trump's plan offers up only $200 billion in federal funding. That's less than 20% of the cost stretched out over 10 years. Every federal dollar should be leveraged by partnering with state and local governments and, where appropriate, tapping into private sector investment to permanently fix the infrastructure deficit. So he's going to force state and local governments to pay for the bulk of this, along with private companies who will profit from this infrastructure, correct? Exactly. That means that 
cash-strapped states and cities will have to either raise taxes, sell off public assets, or privatize those projects to raise the money. Now, that could be a hard sell since Trump's $1.5 trillion infrastructure proposal could have been paid for by the $1.5 trillion tax cut that was passed by Republicans just last month. Good point. Meanwhile, in New Jersey, six years ago, former Republican Governor Chris Christie withdrew from a multi-state cap-and-trade compact called the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative, or REGI. On Monday, the state's new Democratic governor, Phil Murphy, began the process of re-entering REGI. The cap-and-trade system raises revenue by incentivizing polluters to cut their carbon emissions. A recent study calculated that in the six years after leaving REGI, New Jersey lost out on a quarter of a billion dollars in revenue. And as I broke in an exclusive at the time back in 2011 when I obtained secret audio tapes of Chris Christie addressing the Koch brothers, it was in fact after meeting with David Koch that Chris Christie decided to pull out of that regional greenhouse gas initiative. Yep, and also on Wednesday, Governor Murphy signed an executive order expanding and accelerating construction of wind energy projects off the Jersey Shore. Clean energy and good jobs. This is how we make our economy stronger and fairer. Murphy also said the ambitious target increases the likelihood that wind turbine manufacturers will choose to build factories in New Jersey to supply those projects. But finally, Maine's Republican Governor Paul LePage is going in the opposite direction. LePage, a longtime critic of wind energy, signed an executive order banning all new wind energy projects in Maine to, quote, protect its natural beauty, but he's totally okay with offshore drilling. Congratulations once again to Paul LePage, the nation's dumbest governor. For much more on all of these stories, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Against the wind. I'm still running against the wind.